The field of personal development is dominated by techniques and steps. Many of them are useful, but none of them can guarantee sustainable results until we develop a deeper understanding of what's simply true about the mind. We need to find axiomatic principles, things that are true even when we do not believe in them. Welcome to Brand New Thought. I'm Razmik Sargassian, and this is a podcast about the mind, how it works, and how understanding it can help us. We will take an honest look at what's true about ourselves, our thoughts, and our experiences. We will hear from experts around the world and people who will tell us about their own stories of change, transformation, and healing. Welcome to episode 4 of Brand New Thought. This episode is the second part of my conversation with Dominic Scofidi, a master certified coach based in Canada. If you've already listened to the first part, then feel free to skip this, otherwise I would highly recommend beginning with the previous episode. We discussed the role of desire and feelings in unlocking our wisdom. We also talked about the degree to which thoughts premeditate the kind of reality we see and experience, and therefore our felt sense of what can be done with the problems we observe, especially when things look uncertain. Thank you for tuning in, enjoy the episode, and please share it with those who you think would benefit from it. Could we say that maybe the whole reason we are able to experience ourselves as finite selves in the world of forms is to feel that contrast and then through following our bliss as joseph campbell has pointed to see how the pure consciousness inspired version of us would act toward that yeah and let's go before act before act act is nothing to be yeah relate to and then act right see relate to is it because relate to is being now you're getting into being who are you being with that war who are you being with this problem when you are being one way you are fearful when you are being one way it is you are small and that is powerful and that is threatening so when you are being a certain way it creates an insecurity and all of that But who you are is God. You are an aspect of God. And this is the part where as an aspect of God, and you are not all that God is, but through every finite aspect, this is what desire is. Desire is to express more of all that you are. So this is is how the infinite is expanding. The infinite is is expanding because through every particle of itself, every aspect of itself, like you and I, that when as we expand in our beingness, you, you and I as a particle or an aspect, imagine now 8 billion of these particles and let's add in trillions for animals and even more for minerals and all other forms of consciousness and you take every one of these aspects of all that is and as that aspect exp- 
expands, the whole is expanding. So this infinite is in an eternal state of expansion only through the expansion of every aspect of itself. It does not expand to become something it is not. Because that would suggest that God is less than all that is. God can never be something that it is not. Because God is all that is. So how does infinite expand? It must become more of itself. It must expand and become more of itself. Now look at the metaphor with you and I. You are God. You are an aspect of God. You are a finite aspect of all that is. And when that finite aspect becomes more of itself, you expand and become more. And so does the whole. Is that just like the most beautiful thing? <laughs> Wow, it is. It, it is. And I'm, it's funny how as, as you're speaking, I, I have this kind of feeling growing up in me and, and yet I'm trying to kind of put it into form or make, make more of an intellectual sense of it. And it's hard to do that. And I know that people listening to this conversation will have the same thing. So in other words, we could say that feeling is this indicator that is built in, in us and then desire is kind of like the fuel or the the movement of the energy and it's almost like one you need one for the other like if you don't have the feeling or you misunderstand it then you i mean you know you won't know whether to go left or right but if not for your desire to go this way or the other then you, the information would just be information right to, there, so this is a, it's a perfect place to bring up feeling and i love the way you you even just talked about what I had just said, and then the feeling you began feeling in you. And this is really good for the listeners too. I'm just talking, I chatter. And if you go on my website, look at webinars, listen to me on other podcasts, boy, do I talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like talking and talking and chattering and chattering, right? So, but Sydney Banks reminded of this, all that matters is the feeling. Yeah. So here I am chattering, chattering, chattering. I'm talking and I'm saying stuff and you felt something, right? So here's the deal. That's not because of me. That's not like this thing. Oh, I said this really cool thing. I actually, I'm going to write it down because I want to say that again on the next podcast, right? Like, I want to say it again at the next, like, so that's what it is, is I'm expressing something. Something is being expressed. Through me, I'm expressing something that I see inside. Now, that will occur as noise, crap, junk. That's not really true. That's a good opinion he's got. Or something else. There's a different feeling that can happen. And when you feel what you feel, even, even, and people have said this to me, they go, I don't know what you said. I could never repeat it. I have yeah. no idea what you actually said, but the feeling, right? So what that means is there was a resonance with what you know to be true within yourself. Mm -hmm. So something happened that resonated with the energy of a truth within you. That's all you need. 
because that's all you need because it's a truth activated within you something more has come through you and that's the feeling you can stay with the feeling because that's the part the you know the the details aren't there that feeling is with you to is with you guiding you and you are either now this is the you are either aligned or misaligned. You are either very harmonious with it or you've distanced yourself with it. All this movement of with it or not so with it is really thought in the way, mm -hmm. thought distancing me or aligning me. So this, for this to understand feeling, in th the three principles community, it is often described as you are feeling your thinking. You are feeling your thinking. I'm going to say a complete description. Please. Is that, and, and, and let's look at it as a complete description, because I don't think to say you are feeling your thinking could really help us to, mm. to really feel that experientially. So who you are is energy. An, a, a formless energy. An energy can, an energy, or if you take the energy of all things, cannot feel itself. It's only awareness. It's only a knowing. It cannot feel itself. So when you, when we say feeling, feeling is relative. Feeling must be something versus something. That's the only way it can be felt. There must be something rubbed up against something else. That's what is felt. So, it's not that you're feeling your thinking. Your thoughts arise from a formless energy into forms of thought. So this is the formless energy God is, is manifest as the finite form rasmic. So, so even there, the, you know, kind of blows everybody's mind. So you're a thought. That's all you are. You're just a thought in the mind of God now. But here's the thing. So you're a thought that thinks. You're a thought that can think. You're made in the image of God. You can think. So as that energy... You, as you focus and think your and think, focus your own consciousness in your own mind, that has an energy or vibration to it. And that energy or vibration will be distinct from the true vibration or formless energy of all that you are. In other words, the vibration of you and your thoughts is distinct from the vibration of God and that consciousness. What you actually are feeling is the degree of harmony and disharmony between the vibration, the essence, the energy of the thoughts you are thinking when you rub them up against the energy of truth. This is what you are feeling and this is why it's guidance. So the guidance is in the feeling, and we say you are feeling your thinking, but more accurately, you are not feeling thought forms. You are feeling the energy which is manifest into those forms. So as you feel an energy that manifests into those forms, 
that energy rubs up against the truth of you that is breathing you and living you. And what you feel is that relationship, the relationship between your personal mind, your finite perspective, and all that you really are. That is the feeling that you have. And when that is as one, it feels like bliss as it distances and your thinking starts to be different than God's perspective, it will feel less than bliss and it will start to feel pessimistic. It will begin to feel hopeless. It will start to feel worry. It will start to feel like anger. It will start to feel like hatred. It will start to feel like despair and powerlessness and fear and complete insecurity. Those are thoughts that are so distant from the truth of who you really are that they are feeling terrible within you and they continue to feel terrible for as long as you think them that is what gives you guidance that is what gives you the impulse and urge let go let mm. go drop this thought drop this thought i like how abraham says if you are in a state of contentment and satisfaction and joy and you have a thought like oh but you know there's this conflict going on and yeah. it might really threaten us that doesn't feel so good that starts to create a tinge right a tinge that takes you away from peace and so you can notice the feeling and now do something about it right because if you notice the feeling the feeling is the indicator the feeling is the indicator of the direction of your thinking are you moving in thinking as God or are you moving away from that? Are you moving in alignment with your infinite intelligence or are you beginning to move away from that? Well, I'm good. I was satisfied. I was content. I just had this little thought that maybe there's a conflict and maybe this isn't going to be good for me or something, right? So it's kind of like it's not a problem. So, it so Abraham will say, if you don't pick up the feeling of that, that you notice, notice the awareness of the feeling that's taken you there, yeah. Abraham will say, don't worry, it'll get worse. I love that. <laughs> don't worry, that. it'll get worse. And this is law of attraction. Law of attraction works on energy. It works on the vibration. It works on the frequency. You've moved your attention and thought to a frequency that is lower than all that you are. And law of attraction is your friend. It takes all vibrations and expands them. Now, this vibration frequency level is what, what Sidney Banks referred to as your level of consciousness. It takes that level of consciousness, which is less than God, and law of attraction expands it out and it draws toward you all forms, all thoughts that are in that vibration. And it does more than that. It builds a momentum in the direction of it. So do you remember how I said, if it feels good, you are moving in the direction of your desire, your desire being to be, to become and to become more of all that you are. That's the only like true desire expressed yeah. in many forms, right? Absolutely. Or this movement away from that. Law of attraction takes the movement away from that. It just doesn't only keep you on a level of consciousness. 
the part we all know about law of attraction, Sydney Banks didn't distinguish this, but what law of attraction says is as you move away, it's not just that you're on a, on a let's call it a lower level of consciousness, mm -hmm. but law of attraction will intensify it. It will keep moving in the direction of it further and further and further and further away. This is why Abraham says, oh, if you don't pick up on it, don't worry, it'll get worse. If you have a negative thought, if you have a pessimistic thought, don't worry. If you don't pick up on it, it will become anxiety. If you don't at that point pick up on anxiety to be able to turn it, like to refocus, to focus differently, don't worry. It'll turn to hopelessness. Don't worry. It will become mm. despair. Don't worry. It will become a total sense of insecurity and complete Until it gets your powerlessness. Attention. Yeah. until you wake up <laughs> this is what it's doing is it sort of saying do you feel it yes do you feel it yet do you feel it yet not yet okay we'll make it stronger can you feel it now can you feel it now not yet we'll make it stronger because that intensity of the feeling is waking you up this is so distant from who you really are what what, what thoughts are you holding what thoughts are you believing what thoughts do you refuse to let go of? <laughs> this is guidance. Wow. This is Dominic Scafidi cognitive rampage, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I, love, I love what you just said. And I so the way I perceive it is that our capacity to feel our thoughts more and more intensely, even if it is us feeling that our personal mind kind of has gone away from our infinite perspective, that's God too. And without it, yeah. we wouldn't be able to wake up. And this is probably where the other Buddhist idea that suffering creates grace comes from. And yeah. I agree that it's so helpful that this, this, this noise will get more before we wake up, but it doesn't seem to be a prerequisite because, so there are people that Eckhart Tolle, it's very interesting, his enlightenment story, he says, at some point I had this thought, I can't live with myself. And then I realized, well, who is the one experiencing this thought? But it's not always that suffering does lead to enlightenment or insights so mm -hmm. it's just maybe it's there to like oh i'm gonna increase the noise so what is the other factor that allows us to transmute it into kind of source energy is that the desire is okay. that the willingness to listen what are the other variables that we're missing so that yeah that's a really good question because the only see so the only thing for us and, and this so tricky to listen to, right? Because you hear this stuff and it, it kind of immobilizes you when you don't understand it right, right? So the people say, well, there's nothing you can do, right? And everyone, and we've heard that, like there's nothing you can do for insight. There's nothing you can do to get to a state of enlightenment and all that, they were, right? And by the way, that's proven because you got people like meditating 24 seven, you have people yeah. on, you know, and, and well, shit, there's millions of them. We should have so many enlightened people on this planet. Right. Right? So they're all doing that. And some of them are healing their shadows and others are doing all kinds of stuff. And so we should have all kinds of enlightened people. But it's in this activity, there's nothing you can do for that. 
And Abraham speaks to this too, every time everyone mistakenly, and by the way, the most common misperception of Abraham or misunderstanding of it is where, where um, people will talk about, you know, their understanding of law of attraction and all that. Yes, I just have to raise my vibration. I'm going to raise my vibration and I'm going to get everything that I want. And Abraham is like, you do not raise your vibration. There is nothing you can do to raise your vibration. And so... In other words, you cannot raise your vibration to God to be equal to God. There's nothing you can do to raise your vibration to be equal to God. The and here's the only thing you've ever done, the only thing you can ever do is distance yourself from it. Mm. That's the free will. There's nothing you can do to raise your vibration to equal that of God's. God's always here always alive through you at the highest vibration your free will and your freedom allows you to do anything you want it allows you to focus in any way that you want and so all of the doing you can do can move you away from it right how far away do you want to go i don't know how much pain can you stand how much, how much suffering do you want? And then you've got the freedom to go anywhere you want. But again, the guidance is always now, but what's the guidance inviting you to do? Is it inviting you to do something or is it inviting you to not do? Mm. Are you being invited to do something? Are you invited to think something or are you invited to let go of a thought? Your suffering is in a thought you're holding on to. That's doing. Doing is holding the thought, insisting the thought, arguing the thought, and being willing to tolerate the pain of thinking that thought as you continue to hold it and insist on its truth when it's not true. So again, but you have free will. You can do this. So where is the reunion with God? Where is in all of that? You don't have to do anything for that. Just let go. Just let go. Let go of this stuff that is causing you your pain. Let go of these beliefs and these thoughts. And as you do, what happens is you rise. The rising is your true nature. Ab Abraham's metaphor is a cork. I love that. Yeah. You are a cork being held underneath the water. Your true nature is very high frequency vibration. That is the energy through you. You are bringing it lower and lower through the effort of holding thought and the insistence on that. When you let go without doing anything, your true nature is unified, reunion with. Your true nature raises to its true vibration in the absence of your insistence on anything that goes against it. That's so powerful and so profound. And the way it, I got it is, so in, in the physical realm, we think that from move, to move from A to B, we got to kind of take action to do that. There's, it's a matter of doing. When it comes to mental health and alignment, it, so we're already there and there is nothing to do but to insist on our resistance to the fact that we're already there which we do by going to the content of 
personal thought that doesn't feel good and just continuing to poke. Oh, yeah. You know, if I could just clear up this thought, if I could just think differently, yeah. if I could just think the opposite of this thought, like, look at me trying to climb. Oh, my God. Like, trying to climb with my effort. If I just let go of it, I'd raise. Like, I would raise up, right? <laughs> yes. I'm going to climb up. Like, I'm going to use positive thinking. I'm going to raise my vibration. This is where Abraham says the biggest misunderstanding of their teaching. And, and people who followed them for years, who are walking around figuring out how to raise their vibration and how to think in a good way and all that stuff was complete mess, right? <laughs> of a misunderstanding of the teaching, yeah. That's so true. And I think it's relevant to the three principles as well. I mean, I can easily just misunderstand and say, oh, I'm in a negative feeling. I might as well go ahead and try to increase my level of understanding so that I get right. out of it. But how am I going to yeah. do it when like I'm right. already kind of right. out of it? It's just there's nothing I can do in the moment. Yes, yes. You don't even have access to the thoughts that Sidney Banks said at this level of consciousness, right? You, the, the problem is you're in this level of consciousness and you're really angry or you're fearful or you're whatever. Well, that right away tells you your level of consciousness is quite distant. Well, remember law of attraction, you can't, you can't, the, you only have access and you're attracting and aligned and in harmony with only the thoughts at that level of vibration. And those thoughts are never going to get you right to a place of any of that. So it's like kind of like, so it's the, the dropping of it, the letting go of them. That's the only way out of it. It's not a thinking out of it. It's not possible. You said something else, which for sure would have to be another conversation. <laughs> There's no way. But what you said is you said something about, um, uh, something about action, because because you describe this as in our psychology and in our thinking, and then you said so when we think about inaction in a physical world, and we think about action and like we need to get somewhere, right? So like I said, this is another conversation. There's no way we'll get there, but um, there is no difference. There is no difference in the physical world. You did not come to create with action. You came to create with your mind. There is only one creator. There's only one creator. That creator is thought. That creator is this divine energy. You did not focus here to create through action and effort. In fact, the action and effort opposes you. It is a resistance. The only reason it even appears that action and effort is required. This is so silly. It's one of these things you start to laugh at after, like you said. It's hysterical. Yeah. It's funny. You, you, you need action and effort to overcome your own resistance. You will require an action and effort to overcome the beliefs that are in opposition to what you are creating. If you held a pure thought, it would manifest. So I, I as I said, there's yeah, more this to is, this. We've got to have another conversation. There's more to this, but there is not a different world, which is a physical world. That physical world is simply an expression of what is spiritual. It operates by the same laws, never in contradiction. And it is simply 
the current manifestation of your state of mind. As your state of mind shifts, the manifestation shifts with it. Where we get trapped is we have a state of mind, we have thoughts which manifest so that we can experience them. So they manifest as my business so that I experience it. They manifest as conflict so that I can experience the conflicts held in my mind. And now I think that that is real and that what I'm dealing with is no longer thought. And now I think that I must deal with this thing that is a true manifestation. It is a physical manifestation now. I've got to go deal with it. And there's the trap. And now I fix the reality as it is by interacting with the reality as it is. I am fixing physical reality as I honor and interact with it as it is. You did, but when I do, Abraham, again, another wonderful quote. You did not come to face reality. You did not come here to face reality. You came to create your own reality. So when you are here and there is a reality, you are not here to face that reality. You came to create your own reality. And so when there is this reality and it is a reality that is horrible and there are children starving and people, you know, in all kinds of situations, you're not here to face this reality. The more you face this reality and begin to do something about it through action, you are honoring it and holding it in place. Fix your reality is a bad word, bad, bad, mm -hmm. forget I said fix. It must be seen in your mind before it can be manifest in your reality. The more you face reality, the more you, the more of that reality that you are creating, the more you are facing reality, the more of that same reality that you are creating. This is why it's like, go quiet, withdraw, get out of it, stop looking at it. Meditation literally closes your eyes and tunes out that which is created so that you can go back into the resource of that infinite intelligence without distraction from all of that noise that has been created out there and create purely from nothing that which is desired that which wants expression through you so mm. it's another call <laughs> yeah no we've got to schedule that call for sure and again i have so many follow-up questions but I'm, I'm we're gonna leave it for another conversation i love what i just heard i definitely have to hear it again and sit with it i think you're pointing to a space that i sometimes call divine selfishness it's like this is the space where altruism and hedonism they're, they they're, they come together there is no separation because if i want to be of more meaningful contribution to the world then the finite version of me isn't going to be able to do that so a lot of people hearing this might say like well are you just saying i'm just gonna i'm gonna have to ignore all of this but not really if you look at meaningful movements mahatma gandhi martin luther king all of that all these people tapped into that version of themselves when, when they realized that they could create a reality create a new reality and yes. that's where it all came from yeah yeah Ra rather see we only say that anyone is ignoring something that's an interpretation martin luther mm -hmm. king was not in 
ignoring anything. Yeah. Martin Luther King was single. Again, he's human. There's fallible, right? But we, but Martin Luther, the degree of the success of Martin Luther King was the degree to which he was not ignoring reality. It was the degree to which he was single-mindedly unopposed to his dream. He was single-mindedly focused on the dream. And when he was single-mindedly focused on the dream, he expressed the dream so that others could visual, vision. this is a vision. It was a received vision which he could purely express, but you can only purely express it if you're purely expressing it. And when you are purely expressing it, people say you are not facing reality. In fact, I would say you are ignoring reality. How can you talk about this dream when this reality is going on? And you say, yeah, but I don't really want to talk about that reality. I want to talk about this dream. Oh, so you are ignoring reality. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm not ignoring reality. I am single-mindedly honoring the dream and I dishonor a reality that I do not desire. I dishonor a reality that I do not prefer. Wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> Dominic, this is, I, uh, wow. I have no words. So two questions. Number one, uh, I'm sure a lot of my listeners, they'll be interested in you. What would be the best way to find out more about you or to get in touch with you? Yeah, let, so the, I, I'm easy to find. So <laughs> so if you take my name, dominicscafidi.com, that's probably the easiest. So when you go there, there's so if you if you found resonance in this, there is so much there webinars, they're all free. It's like tons of it. There's only a few things you could pay for, but everything's pretty much free um and so and then it gives you links to other things so you can connect with me on facebook i have a facebook group where this is the conversation and that facebook group is called ask and it is given how thoughts become things you can join that face group get let will you know get in stay in this conversation and a youtube channel you can subscribe to me there and i'm i've been posting more and more onto the youtube channel that's it and as you can tell i love talking about this so uh i would love when people engage if this resonates uh with you please uh, reach out and engage yeah and we love talking to you about all of this <laughs> so i'm gonna ask you one last maybe small kind of question imagine you're speaking with a let's say the 25 year old dominic dealing with uncertainty we started with this what's your message to him um Relax, you're never going to get this wrong. You can't get this wrong. It's stacked only for your winning. Everything is working out for you. The universe only moves toward greater expansion. The everything is always working out. Relax, you're overstressing it, you're overthinking it. Relax into it and all that you want will unfold. That's what I would tell them. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> All right. It's been wonderful talking to you. Thanks. Thank you so much. That's it for today. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation with Dominic Scafidi, a master certified coach based in Canada. I have already re-listened to this conversation more than a few times and would recommend going back to it with a new state of mind and receptiveness. Please don't forget to subscribe and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. 
I would also love to hear if you have any insights or questions you'd like to share. Just go to brandnewthought.com and let me know what you think. This is Brand New Thought and I'm Rasmik Sargassian, wishing you a brand new life today. Bye.